All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Heather Remshack. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. <clears throat> what Macklin Celebrini provides offensively is a skill set that cannot be taught. He's a gifted talent who loves ripping pucks from the weak side on the power play, has an NHL-quality shot. He is a franchise-changing prospect and a lock to go first overall. Doesn't sound so bad, does it? Welcome into Oilers Nation every day. Another post-loss edition of the show. My favorite ones. Woo! My we, favorite ones is always when I get to come in and complain about the Oilers for a fifth day in a row. Yeah. It's uh, good times here in the Sports Closet studio. Sportscloset.ca. If you're going to the game on Sunday, get geared up by hitting up our friends at the Sports Closet, one of their three locations in the Edmonton area. Um, I know some of you guys <laughs> did not like that lead. Um, I apologize. I, I thought apologize. it was clever. I, I thought, thought it was, was good. Um, we are, <laughs> well, Liam and I are wearing matching pants today. That's yes, a positive. Mm-hmm. Outside positive. of that, it's Friday. Um, Heritage Classic this weekend. What else? What else? What else? What else? Bills won. Go Bills. Lions. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. Lions play Monday night. That'll be good. Yeah. You know, there'll um, be another Oilers loss before then, though. Oh, um, Colorado lost. Oh, the Avs lost. Avs aren't perfect anymore. We're catching up. Yeah. There you go. Didn't lose any points in the standings if you're only comparing yourself to the Avs. Um, all right. So <laughs> the Oilers are not a good hockey team. Oh, so let's no. dig into it uh, with our day after report. It's brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant, but not just them. Did you know they're teaming up? 
with a business that you've known for a while, Free Spirit Power, or sorry, Free Spirit Marine and Power Sports. They've been around since 1985. They're merging with Sherwood for the Giant to create Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. You two are Sherwood Park boys. So you've driven past the fancy new building mm-hmm. out in the park a handful of times, whether it's fishing boats, pontoon boats, ATVs, side-by-sides, motorcycles, all that stuff. It's happening February 2024, the all-new Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Uh, okay, here's some problems with the Edmonton Oilers. They do not like working hard. Yep. They can't seem to generate scoring chances or score on those on the few scoring chances that they get. Um, their goaltending is not elite, although it wasn't a problem last night. We'll talk about that. Um, I I just think the base level thing here is that this is a group of players that does not want to seem to work hard enough. Simple as that. It it is. I think it's self explanatory, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like you just have to watch the games, and it's it's not the underlying numbers or anything like that this time around. It is the eye test that is telling us everything. This team is lacking a give a shit. It's a shame we don't have the meter. I should have got the meter up again. The meter out because uh, they didn't want it last night. No, they didn't. And it's it's crazy to see this team shut out. To be honest, I like especially against Jonathan Quick, and I think that's one thing that's a real. Kicking the, you know, uh, I thought Chesterkin was starting until I sat in my seat of the game last night and Jonathan Wick skated on the ice. And I was like, oh shit, they're going to win tonight. Like, we, we were midway through the show. <laughs> and the it's like, it was like the best surprise ever. It then was. I in. said, quote, let's light them up. And yeah. They didn't light him up. Jonathan Quick got himself a shutout. Somehow. 49 year old Jonathan Quick <laughs> shut out the Edmonton Oilers last night. Are you shitting me? I couldn't believe that. Yeah. I, it was ugh, just. Isn't that just the peak of it? Like, I, I, it can't be much worse than this. Like, it really can't because the last oh. time the Oilers played Jonathan Quick, the miss got seven on him. Yeah, probably. And then the time before that was game seven. The last time Jonathan Quick was in Edmonton was game seven. Played. That sucks. And it's just like, it's just crazy to think and that this team has gone from so much hope three weeks ago. And I get it. Like this, you're gonna go through ups and downs this season, but that doesn't take away from how much this sucks right now. It sucks. It's horrible. And I have come on the show today, Tyler, and I know you have too. And I know Aaron has as well. And we've all sat here and we're like, what are we gonna talk about today? Like we're trying yeah. to fill out this show of like trying to find some positives, and it's yep. just, it's very difficult. Apoc hockey fanatic, first comment in the Finning Cat YouTube chat. My finger is on the panic button right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it should be. This team is really bad right now. Really, really bad. They, uh, they appear to be broken. They have one win, and they look like they aren't that bothered by it. I mean, I guess a couple guys are going to go drop F-bombs in the post game and try to show us they care that way, but come on, people. It's miserable, and I promised myself, promise this year, that I would not freak out and at American Thanksgiving say that they're probably going to miss the playoffs. Son of a bitch. I didn't think I would even be contemplating it on October 27th. <laughs> I, I looked up when American, American Thanksgiving was yesterday. I never, I've never looked that up. It just kind of stumbles. Upon me when, something, I, right? yeah, when I see three NFL games on mm-hmm, a Thursday, yep. but now it's, it's getting closer and closer and you always got to figure something out here. And, the fact that they have as many wins this season as third period goals, it's horrible to think about. Like, I just don't know where this offense has disappeared to all of a sudden. Like, so what's they got? Since say, past uh, the Nashville game, they scored one against Philly. They scored two against uh, who did they play? Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. They then scored four against Minnesota. 
and scored zero. So they've scored seven goals in four games. Two of those about McDavid. But either way, one player shouldn't dictate the performance, no matter how great they are. The other should still be able to have enough talent on this team, which quite frankly, they do Mm -hmm. to find a way to not even win a hockey game, be involved. How is it possible 90% of this roster is currently in a slump? I know. What the hell is going on? It is wild. And that's why I still have like, I, you obviously have to believe in this team still. Well, Seven games in, and yeah. I, it's difficult. Trust me, I'm. I'm we are not ten percent of the way through the year yet. No, but it, you, there's got to be a light at the end of the tunnel where all of a sudden Holloway's banging one in every night, and yep. Drysaddle scoring, and Hyman's doing whatever he's going to do, and it's still like Nugent Hopkins, right? Like it's just like all of a sudden, like the whole team is just collapsed in one motion, and it is it's a crazy thing that's going on at the moment. Everything is going wrong. Yeah, and and listen, I don't really think that this group's sitting in the room shrugging their shoulders. You saw the tweet from Rashog there. Like, yeah, they're pissed off. They are obviously pissed off, but it's not being reflected on the ice. No. We haven't had the LA Kings moment from last year yet where they just said, screw it, let's go fight. And I don't know who's going to do that on this hockey team because, again, everyone's give a shit meter is so low. Take Adam Ernie and... Curl him up into a little ball and Adam Vinatieri him to the sun. I never want to see that guy in an Oilers jersey again. I know that's very rude. I take it back. I'm sorry. He's probably a really nice guy. You're venting. You're venting. But come on, man. That guy's not helping you win NHL hockey games. Derek Ryan, God love you. He's not an NHL player right now. Not an everyday one. He's not an every. He is a 13th forward. He's the guy who sits in the press box. He's Devin Shore. Hey. Pull up the Devin Shore goal. Do we have it? Of course we do. Seattle's got Devin Shore going in, tucking on B ways against the Carolina GD Hurricanes. Paul Cotter. Paul Cotter is not a real person. Refuse to believe he is. He's going through the legs, far side, top. You know what? Cheddar. Top Cheddar. (laughs) Cheddar. Cheddar. The Oilers have Adam Ernie missing open nets at the edge of the crease. What's happening? This is nonsense. It's bullshit. It, it, People paid good money to watch that hockey game last night. I feel like I'm ranting like no. low tide, but as I'm showing Devin Shore breakaway goal. What is that? <laughs> he knocked the puck out of the air, walked in, and slipped it five hole like he's a freaking forty goal guy. <laughs> it, this is a, this might be the craziest moment of the year. I'll be honest. Like <laughs> he walks past Sebastian Aho. Little but, foot drag. Stay on side. Bing bong, back in the net. Should have kept him. And Derek Ryan (laughs) on NHLEdge.com can't skate faster than 14 miles an hour. Oh, my God. How did Uh. you, like, to be real, I'm trying to take my bias out of it a little bit of my my love for my boy. Why didn't he always just keep him? Like, I get it. Like, you kind of want, but if you're going to sign Adam Ernie, what is the difference? Like, what is the difference between having a guy like Devin Shaw? And I know room guys only go so far. What's the difference between him and Adam Ernie? I think the question now, Tyler, and I'm, I don't know if I believe this, but I need to ask you because people are bringing it up. Does, I, know, I don't know how to word this correctly, but is it, is it an issue that there's different facts into this, that Ken Holland has taken us into the season with no money? And there's no, op, there's no option now. This is the Oilers team. Every single night, this is what they have to do. They can go in with Adam Ernie if they want to, or they can send him up now, whatever. Is Lawar going to make a difference? I don't know. 
But you know what might make a difference if they're able to have an extra forward and maybe they can just rotate some players in and out and it's not the worry of players being claimed on waivers or whatever it may be. Like, I think Derek Ryan is a guy you can play, play four games in a row, then he sits. Play Derek Ryan four. and Adam Ernie should have been on waivers today. Probably. But there, I'm, what I'm saying is you need a rotation on that fourth line. You yep. need guys to be able to come in and out. And I know like the cap is what it is. And Ken Holland has done his best to try and load this team up as best as he can. Injuries aside, like Stanley Cup team shouldn't have Matias Yamark on the first line. Uh, no. No, they should not. No, have- they Ooh. should not. And it's, I'm just a little worried now what's going to happen next because I don't know. I don't think Adam Ernie should be on this team. Derek Ryan, I love you a lot, but you just signed a two-year deal for some reason. And I'm not sure you're an everyday NHL now. I don't know if those guys from Bakerfield make much of a difference, but we need to find some kind of difference. Lane, Lane Peterson and Raph Lavoie have four goals in three games. I promise you they help the Oilers win more than Adam Ernie and Derek Ryan. Yeah, I promise you that. And I like Derek Ryan. He's fine. I like him but too. But he's not helping you win. And that is a very astute point. They have no way to change up their roster right now. This is it. I mean, they do. They're choosing not to, I guess. But, but like, there's no way to, like, on a day-to-day basis, bring a guy in and out of the lineup. The, the options are two. Send down Adam Ernie, which is the easiest one to do. Or you send down Broberg, which isn't an option because he's, he's doing well enough to keep himself within the conversation. How about Broberg getting his ankles absolutely <laughs> broken last night by yeah. Alex Lafreniere there? That, Tyler's broken now, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Someone in the Facebook fire Dustin Schwartz. Oh goalies, my God. Goalies are good. Can we focus our energy on the right spots here? <laughs> like, come on people. I want to see some solutions in the chat here. Like give us some ideas of what you would change on the roster right now. Obviously Ernie is an, is an easy target. And quite frankly, not only an easy target, but Frank, the, the only option. Yeah. So what are you going to do? What are we doing here, folks? Someone said trade Darnell Nurse for uh, a shutdown right-handed defenseman. I'm just I feel like people aren't getting the message. Yeah, I will do this because those grow off trees. Darnell Nurse has been their best defenseman this year. <laughs> we're not trading him, man. Come on, this is big. This Spicy is, Tyler, we're going up close. <laughs> uh, well, the positive of last night was they only allowed one five and five goal. Hey, there they we go. Score. Like that is the problem. And it's just so strange. Look, there's gotta be like Sunday. There has to be something on Sunday. You're playing in front of what? What's Commonwealth? 50, 50,000 50, plus some, whatever it is like against your division rivals, your provincial rivals, mm-hmm. the team you should want to be the wheels off every single time you play them Yep. in the Calgary lames. who also suck. and got booed off the ice last night. Yep. And Nikita Zadarov came out and apologized to the fans. These are the two lowest teams in the NHL right now, morale-wise. And one team is guaranteed to win. And if it is not the Edmonton Oilers, then we'll, we'll boy, oh boy, oh boy. Tyler, I've got my little thing here that you can explain. What, how, how did you describe this, this, this matchup before? Oh, it's uh, the battle of mid. <laughs> <laughs> Both these teams are not good right now. They're, ass. They're so bad. The battle of mid is almost a compliment. <laughs> Liam, I wish you wouldn't have asked the chat for solutions because some of them make me even more angry right now. <laughs> it felt like we needed something to talk about. <laughs> Hire Daryl Sutter. Wave Connor Brown. That one comes in from King McTwist and Chell Iverson. Well, they're not waving Connor Brown. 
Connor no, Brown's last game, best game I yesterday. thought was last night. He was good last night. Like he'll get his goals. He'll he's coming around. It's fine. Nick, trade dry settle for a real number one D. No. And also where? Show me, show me the team. Who's Colorado's not giving you Kale McCarr, New York's not giving you Adam Fox. That's another obstacle too, is it's too early. Oh, so you're not trading Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. Like, it's his birthday. <laughs> Come on. Today. Happy birthday. Happy you're birthday, not getting traded on your birthday. Wow. <laughs> we both went out. Spiced Oil says only option is Houdini for celebrating. If things don't turn around, you're going to see this next year. Oh, no. The other one. All that. I want, yeah, well, that, there's your top five. You're getting one of these guys <laughs> if things don't turn around. I want my Photoshop. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I haven't seen this yet. It looks terrible. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you're getting this next year. Look out. It's going to look just like that. <laughs> graphic design wizard i love that hey man i'm uh i can wear many hats i like how i had to crop it <laughs> it actually almost blends yeah, in weird to his shoulders it's all good uh um, the worst <laughs> i have seen in my entire life that is so bad he gets the point across you know, he gets the point across yeah it tells a story. <laughs> no, yeah, you could imagine what it would be like that's what the oil season looks like yeah, it does. Just a mess. The, I put more effort into this than the Oilers did in the first period last night, collectively. Man, the opening five, though, they had a couple of chances to get ahead and, like, grab a hold of the game. But to be honest, what would it have mattered? Because no. the same against Winnipeg and Minnesota. I wanted to bring this up because it was, like, early in the game, right? I thought we had two quick chances. Yanmark had one that was complete cross ice. I don't know, kind of flubbed on the shot, whatever. And all I could think that whole time, Tyler, is... If that was a real first line winger on that line, is yeah. that goal in the back of the net? Alexi Lafreniere had you, the exact same chance in the second period and buried it. That's why. And I, I just can't help but think that I'm like, I don't want to shit on Yanmark, but yeah. if that was a real first line forward there, do we get, are we up one, nothing to start that game? We get the quick start we wanted. There's energy in the building. Is it all different? That's the thing we'll though. Like, know. why wasn't it? Uh, like, I know we, we don't have that player at the moment because you mm-hmm. know mcdavid's messing things up a little bit but yeah, why was good on connor why was fogel not on that line like he's him and evander kane outside of dry were your two hottest scoring forwards and you refuse to put them with the best player on your team to maximize your opportunity of winning yambach i'm not discrediting him i think he's done he, reasonably he what well is. all things considered the position he's been put in but he should never ever play on the first line. Never. Can I give can I give you a little uh, rebuttal of that? Go ahead. There is no sort of line combinations that can save this team right now. There we yesterday they might have been. Today I'm with you. But yesterday we went into that game with a little bit of optimism. <laughs> a little bit. Today it seems to be drowned out until they yeah. win a game again. Yeah. But the the fact that the defensive pairs were changed, but the forward lines weren't changed, I just thought it was baffling. Like the forward group, individually, some players did enough to earn an opportunity. Fogel being the one. Play him on the first line. I don't care if that second line has the chemistry or the third line has chemistry. That third line couldn't hit a barn door at the moment. No. It couldn't hit the ocean. No. But for some reason, they stayed together every single night. And um, I don't care how hard they're working anymore. We need, we need them to score some goals. And I just think having Fogel a little bit higher up just separate things. Maybe Holloway thrives with Nugent Hopkins and Hyman. And Yamark can have his fun on the third line skating around with McLeod. Brian McLeod might as well be playing with his stick upside down. <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> what the hell are we doing here? Shoot the puck, dude. 
make a play. He had one where he went on the rush and he like zipsy doodled all the way up yep. the ice and then had a shot. That was pretty much the only time that I saw Fantastic. him in the middle of the ice. Cause that's all I'm looking for now, Liam. Someone said trade, yeah. trade CC in a first for Pesci. Why would Carolina do that? <laughs> but to be fair, they are. Also I'll trade you a kick in the nuts for a new car deal. Like, come on. Hey, if Devin Shaw is scoring goals like that against you, you should consider blowing things up. Yeah. Carolina's <laughs> getting Svechnikov come back tonight though. Uh, that's, Ooh, that's really? big. Yeah. Ravina Brar. Exactly. Tyler. It's not about individuals anymore. It's, it's really not. It's such a collective problem with this team at the moment. Someone says Woody's acting like Dave Tippett. I don't know if I'd go that far, but was, I think we're just frustrated. Sense. Follow that up with some extra. I think because Yanmark's getting all the opportunities. He's kind of Woody's. Mm-hmm. I hate this word, but he's kind of been Woody's pet this year. Right. He's always liked elevating Yanmark. Same way. Tippett, Right. Something goes wrong. It was always Cassian. Cassian in the top six. Cassian. Yeah, and we were all screaming. We wanted Costin or someone else. It was always Cassian in the top six. Or whatever. Just kind of piggybacking off. Overlapped. You said the collective thing there. Did you guys see Zach Hyman's interview after the game last night? No. Um, I, I did. He was very calm. He was. He's a, he's a very well-spoken very guy. Well-spoken you, can, spoken you can tell person, he yes. writes children's books. Mm-hmm. But um, paraphrasing here, he basically said at one point, he goes, we're still caught up in last year. We're not the same team as last year. He goes, you can blame the defensive system all you want. You can blame goalies. You can blame defense. We're an offensive team. We scored zero goals. Yeah, that's right. I do remember just, him saying that. I really liked hearing that from him. It didn't really make me feel better. But, I mean, he's aware of what the problem is, I guess. Yeah. We're just broken today. Yeah, it's just, it's puzzling, man. And I'm digesting that Hyman quote. We're not the same team as last year. And I get what he means by that, right? Like, they don't look the same. The problem is, and I know Daryl Sutter's in the chat, leave the damn lines alone. And he ends it with, if you're tuning into the show for the first time, you're like, what the hell is he talking about? But Daryl Sutter says, chemistry is important. (laughs) Chemistry is important. We're not the same team as last year. But Zach Hyman, you guys are the exact same team as last year. Like Costin and Yamamoto for Brown and Holloway is is the only difference in this lineup. So you are the same team for last year. Everyone should have chemistry on this team to some extent. You know, this isn't a team that went through an offseason renovation. This isn't... It's baffling that they're not better than this. Do you... I... Don't like doing hindsight. What's it called? Hindsight. Hindsight. Yeah. Should they have done more? Like I don't know. Like what I, could they have done? They're hamstrung. No money. Should and we did the Connor Brown thing to even dance Connor around Brown's the cap that way? Yeah, that's yeah, true. Like, I just you know you see it a lot, and the, obviously it's easy to go back and hate on Holland for this stuff and look back on it now. But like there are obstacles that the team just couldn't overcome with money because the cap mm-hmm. just isn't moving. We all thought it was going to go up at least three more million than it did. But should they have maybe switched things up a little bit in different ways? You know, like they got rid of, what was it? Yamamoto, Costin, like were those the right decisions? I don't know. Like it's easy to look back at now and like, do the others really miss Yamamoto? I don't think so, but. I miss Clem. Clem. Clem would have been better than Adam. Yep. <laughs> Catch uh, a lot of hot take, hot take. <laughs> Okay. Another comment in here that's going to trigger me a hair. Odin, I love you. You're one of my favorite commenters. He says, we need some bets that have been there, done that. This is year nine of Leon Dreisaitl, year eight or nine of Darnell Nurse, year nine of Connor, Zach Hyman's a vet, Evander Kane's been in the league for forever. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, despite looking like a young boy, is in his early 30s, people. No more of this. 
Matthias Ekholm's been to Stanley Cup Finals. Cody CC's played what six hundred games in the NHL. Yeah, yeah. We're done with that. There's this enough. If this and this is what I get mad about when we talk about coaching changes. If this group can't figure it out, if this group needs another new coach, if this group is going to need veterans to come, what babysit them? Boy, our problems are way bigger than we think they are. Mm. I don't think that's the case, but if it is, then this core is never going to get it done. And that's, that's the bottom line with this. You can't, there is, they need someone like Matt Hendricks. They don't need someone like Matt Hendricks. They need to hold each other accountable and play like they give a shit. The answer is in that room. It is. I believe in this group still. This group, as constructed with Connor, and they are good enough to win a Stanley Cup. Sorry, I'm removing Harner Ryan hate from our chat. We don't I hate on Harner Ryan. I love him. This group's good enough to figure it out, but damn it, they need to figure it out. You know, one thing that kind of irked me a little bit last, I completely agree, by the way, Tyler. One thing that irked me just on the comments from the post game of like, supposedly the players went in and would basically shut the door on the media yeah. and then they came in later. Why is it at the end of the game? Like, why can't it be during the game? Like, I'm sure stuff is happening. Trying to stay on positive the during the game? At some point, it doesn't matter. You know, if like things are going so poorly on the ice and make a statement like yeah. somebody needs to stand up and be like, no, like this needs to change immediately at this second. Shouldn't take everyone to be in the dressing room. Also there's two intermissions as well. You can probably bring up a couple of things and yeah. like going into that third period. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I just kind of thought, oh, well, there it goes. Despite, I know this goes three, nothing anyway, but like live look at me during goal. the third period, right? There. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's just, uh, just very interesting. Pain, pain everywhere. Pain, pain, pain. Um, not good. It was not good last night. Things are not good right now. You guys are spicy. You're fired up on the Finning Cat YouTube chat this weekend. If you're looking to enjoy the Heritage Classic festivities, Friday and Saturday, you don't want to miss the WestJet NHL Fan Park with Finning Cat, located in Edmonton Ice District. I drove past it today when I went and picked up Frank Saravalli from the hotel. It looks really, really cool. It actually looks like a lot of fun. Visit Finning.com slash Heritage Classic for more. Today, 3 till 9, Saturday, Noon till six, swing by the Finning Cat booth for free swag and a chance to sit in heavy duty machinery. If there's a horn, you get to honk the horn, maybe. I don't know. Do they have do like it? fun games and stuff like okay. stuff like that. Cool. I've done it a couple of times. Um can I yeah. s- just maybe give a couple of positives? Is Please. It, is it your Alberta Blue Cross moment of the game? Only one thing better than creating mem- or sharing memories. It's creating making new, new ones. ones? Yeah, making new ones. AB.bluecross.ca slash travel if you want to learn more about how they can protect you wherever your travel takes you. Liam, your AB Blue Cross moment <laughs> of the game. First, leave us a like, please. Like button, please. I know the show <laughs> uh, sucks, but... Blue, Blue Cross moment of the game. Stuart Skinner's save in the first period. Sick. It was sick. We have uh, was. sat here on a couple of shows now and talked about goaltending being a bit of an issue in Edmonton again. But last night, I don't think you can blame Stuart Skinner for anything that happened in that hockey game. I think nope. the, the New York Rangers scored three legit goals and the others just weren't able to capitalize and Stuart Skinner did everything he could to keep him in that game. So that's a positive for you all. Um, And I know, I know people might be like hypocritical. Like you called out Jack last game and Jack was good. The Oilers needed eight goals to beat Minnesota or they would have needed eight goals to beat Minnesota. Stuart Skinner was fine. Not a single week goal in that performance. Couple of big saves. Stu gets to start Sunday. No hesitation in that whatsoever. Stu's net. I agree. Um, 
APOC hockey fanatic, Skinner was the best player on the ice last night. Yeah, 100% yeah, he was. 100% he was. Um, another positive, unless you have your Blue Cross moment, Tyler. Um, I was going to say Stuart Skinner's save as well. Oh, I, In a sick, twisted way, I'll say them getting booed off the ice because I think it'll serve as a wake-up call that that was not okay. I Yeah, I think that was good. Someone uh, said it, was, to- it was so sad, mm-hmm. though, sorry, Tyler, to see Rogers play so empty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just... I hate that so much. We and on a special lo- night, too. Yeah, like such like- a big occasion for Dougie Way and uh, Charlie Huddy. We didn't even talk about them yet, unfortunately, because the, the headline got blown out when the Oilers got blown out, essentially. So just there you go. There's a couple of pictures. Shout out. Doug Way, some good jokes while he was on doing his speech. There you go. Uh, for me, for my Alberta Blue Cross moments of the game, A, I want to say that we might have, we don't have great goaltending right now. Do we lead the league in save of the year candidates right now? Probably. <laughs> I feel like I've seen three that are just cross crease. Worst high danger save percentage in the NHL. Two remarkable breathtaking saves. Yeah. That's what you get. What, um, do, you, what do you want, people? But uh, for my moment of the game, there's two that I got, and it's the visual of Philip Broberg getting his ankles snapped in half by Alex Lafreniere, <laughs> which was the most like basic shell move I've ever seen. He just bit at the worst possible time. And then my second moment would be uh, the visual of Connor Brown trying to bury one in the crease at the end of the game. And then his face just got all mushed around and he had his red hair all down his face. Emo Connor Brown. Yeah, Tyler, give it. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) That's all we need. And uh, I liked it because I liked the effort and you got to see that from Connor Brown. Alberta Blue Cross. Um, Another positive from the game last night. Evan Bouchard was much better. Much better. There you go. <laughs> yep, he was. Yeah, well, he didn't. He wasn't on the ice for four goals against. So oh yeah, he was. That was his best game of the year. Yeah, no and hopefully he can continue. You know, he was on that third pair and still managed to squeak out twenty minutes. But I guess that's what happens when you're chasing goals and he's your best offensive option mm-hmm. on the blue line yeah. to get one. Bobby says at this point, Stu is from Edmonton. Give him the start. Give him the experience. Hundred percent. If Jay Woodcroft does not give Stuart Skinner the start on Sunday, I'm going to be legitimately pissed off. The pads, and man. The pads. Who, you need to find some consistency in your goaltending. I know we want them both to kind of get moving here, but Jack hasn't. Uh, Nashville was a pretty good game for him. I'll give him He's that one. One great game, one few great stinkers. Game. Yeah, you got to give it to. Uh, um, do you guys want some good news? Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, Brighten up a little bit. Interesting. Jay Woodcroft says Connor McDavid skated today and had a good day. No word on availability moving forward, per Ryan Rashog. Okay. Thank That's you. slightly positive, right? That's good. There's a chance for Sunday or is that just a sell ticket? I think there's a chance. I think there's a real good chance. You all know my feelings on this. I believe he's going to play. Hope will never die. But I also was told today, maybe it's only a 20% chance. And then I was like, damn, that really sucks. Are you saying there's a chance? And as long as there's a chance, I want McDavid out there for warm up. I want McDavid announced in the starting lineup. I, I want, want him parachuting Skinner. in. Like yeah, we've I want Stuart Skinner announced as the starting goalie. I want the Oilers to pump the Calgary Flames 5 nothing in the outdoor game. And That'll I be. want all of us to be singing Nickelback at the intermission <laughs> and be drunk and happy. That's all I want. That's what I want on Sunday. Can life be so simple? The Nickelback part will be sick. So at least we can look forward to that. That will be fun. Regardless of how they play, Nickelback will bring it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you have um, I'm, I want to try and bring up the mood, Tyler. What is one positive you've seen from this team throughout the season that they can, they can build off yeah. from a team perspective, maybe more than an individual perspective that the they can build line. off the third line? I, I'm not even putting that as a positive anymore. They, they got to score. score. They got to score. 
Their, like, their play is very good, but was, they got to put the puck in it now. Yeah, at some point, rubber then I got nothing for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you see Ryan's comment on Facebook? I don't want to send stars. I want to give you guys a hug. Yeah, man. Uh, we might need one. I might. Maybe we'll, Tyler and I will give each other a hug after the show. <laughs> Dallas says Ty- Tyler hug. needs to lower his expectations. Ha, ha, ha. Let's just get a win. Start <laughs> yeah. slow. Yeah. Um, one positive I will say is this team has found a way a few times this season. I think three now. So I have good starts to the game. They just need to now find a way to make that happen for 55 more minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll be well on our way. Frank, your thoughts. Frank Servali will join us soon, I believe. Allegedly. Allegedly in our opinion. You're the inside of you. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, Girth Brooks. Hilarious. Objectively <laughs> what a name. funny name. And I read it without thinking twice. Second highest goals against in the Western Conference. Yeah, man, it sucks. Scotty says preseason's been my highlight. Sure. Um, I went back and looked through some preseason goals. Yeah, I said they were going to comfortably win the Pacific. (laughs) No, no. some actual goals that happened within the games, not our goals. Okay. They weren't allowing them this easily. It's very strange. And I know the opponents are different and everything. (laughs) But like, no one was just walking to the front of the net. No one was just like skating into the zone so freely. And you can play whichever teams you want and opponents, but it's just, oh, it's just so weird. Like the only good saving grace from this game last night about the goals you always allowed is that the New York Rangers had to earn those goals. It's the only thing. It's like the first time the Oilers haven't allowed like a stinker in a game. Uh, Loomis, Ty, you were at the game. Did you hear the guys on the ice communicating? Uh, you don't really pick up on it all that much. It's not a detail you notice. Also, when they went down 3 nothing, I made the executive decision to slam 30 beers. Oh, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. I'm a man of the people. Can we, uh, apparently, that Schneider goal deflected off Nurse, too. Yeah. Good goal. It's fine. Like, I, yeah, I know someone in the chat said second goal needs to be stopped. I don't know. Sometimes I, you got to give credit. It was also like, so close to being offside at two points. Yeah. Um, He's yeah, also def- walking right you in. You can tell, right? Like, look at Stu's reaction. It got deflected. And it's a laser. And they let him walk right in. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not too, too upset about that one. Also, he only gave up three goals. So, you yeah, scored zero. Percentage, if they would have lost 3-2, I maybe would have been, like, a little bit more pissed off about that second goal. But they lost 3 nothing. They got shut out by Jonathan Quick. 2023 Jonathan Quick. Yeah. <laughs> Not from like 10 years ago. <laughs> One of the greats of the game. Not anymore. Got it in flashes. And it's against Can us. I, uh, are we, do you want to talk about the others anymore? I'm torn. <laughs> what do you what want? Do you got, Liam? What do you got? Give me, like, if you hit me with something better, I, I mean. got, um, I want to do a blind rankings with you just for funsies. Does it have anything to do with the Oilers? It's to do with hockey. Okay, blind rankings. So you're going to give me. Five things, and I got to put them in order. One to five, best to worst. It's one little, to five. Little Friday big list for you. Why not? So what? If you haven't seen this little trend, Tyler cannot change his answers. Yeah, I got to lock in the answers them. based on where I think they're going to go. So one to five. Aaron, if you want to come up with one and, and give it to us after two and put you on the spot here, bring it up. But, mm-hmm. Okay. Alex DeBrincat. Wait, what am I ranking? I'm going to tell you at the end because then you're going to be in your head. Three. I'll put him. You're going to go three? Yeah. I'll put DeBrincat at my four. Okay, four, four, three. Matthew Kachuk. Two. 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 I'm Both scared two? by yeah, your reaction. Okay, two. so two and three is locked to Aaron. Yeah. Two, two and four. four. Is I got my two and four spots up. Jack Hughes. One. 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 Shit. He's lights out this year. Okay, 
So you did one, one two, two, three. I'm one, two, three. I'm one, two, four. Jack Eichel. I feel like you're asking me to rank performances. No, you're asking me to rank American born players. Uh, uh, Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel will be my three. He'll be my five. You already, oh no. You did five? Yeah. Austin I, Matthews. Damn it. Ah. I knew it. <laughs> Should have known. It's American born players. American so Matthews born. is my five. Jack Hughes right now is playing like the best American born player in the NHL. And uh, this is something I wanted to talk about for like three days now, but I've not found an opportunity. But uh, dropping the gloves brought it up that John Scott thinks that Jack Hughes is the best American player in the NHL right now. Do you think he's right? Right now, yes. Yeah, I think so too. Is he the first American I would take if I was drafting a team? No, it's still Matthews. Come on, people. Yeah, I'm still going. I'm still going awesome. If I had to put my money behind a player, it's it's Jack Hughes. Would you take Austin Math? Would you take Hughes over Matthews right now? If you were building a franchise today, that's what you would do? Yeah. Jack Hughes has 17 points in six games. Austin Matthews has scored 60 goals in a season, though. I'm and taking he, Austin Matthews. And he's Matthews. good defensively. I'm taking Matthews still. I think I'm on the Hughes train. I don't think you can put a price on a guy who's able to, who's an instant goal. I was about to call him a bucket, but Hughes it's the wrong sport. Didn't Hughes have more goals than Matthews last year? Yeah, but he's never hit 60. Matthews has done it once. I don't know. I might like discounting Matthews. Yeah, no, no. I'm just hey, saying we're talking like, now. We're talking now. Hughes is a very capable player. Yeah. I would have added some others in there, but I think they're only American is Jack Campbell. March here has Matthews to bring cat Hughes, Kachuk, Eichel. Hello. Where was that one? That was in YouTube? March, I believe. Yeah, yeah but March. did you blind react? Is maybe yeah. you changed it. Oh, yeah, there's a few in here. Um, all right. Oh, Matthews, Beneers, and Hughes is Sonny's top three Americans. I don't know. Beneers. Manny Beneers. I don't know if I would have him in my top 10. I know I wouldn't have him in my top, top 10. 20. I mean, nah, he's got potential. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, he's got potential. <laughs> Not saying he doesn't, but like Frank today was like, oh, Beneers has, uh, or maybe it was Larkin yesterday. He has Nico. Yeah, it was Larkin yesterday. He has Nico Heischer ceiling. Nico Ooh. Heischer, great player. Yeah. Probably going to win a Selkie at some point, but it's 70 good, points, I like 80 points. Comparison. Yeah. Cause great player. Mm-hmm. All right. It is Friday. Friday. Yeah. It's Friday again. It's Sunday, <gasps> Sunday. Don't drop it. Hand me a bottle. <sighs> All right. Cheers, buddy. It is time for our generous guy of the week. And it is brought to you by crown Royal crown Royal deluxe. I'm going to read the back of the bottle. Exceptional smoothness. A a regal blend. Oh, regal, like royalty. A regal blend of distinct full-bodied Canadian whiskey. Yeah, baby. Get it in you on a Friday. Our generous guy of the week. I think we're doing the same one. Are we? Uh, I have one. Okay, I I like yours, Okay, Uh, I'll go first then. Uh, We lost a teammate at the Nation Network, but it's for a pretty cool new job. Mm. Uh, A big shout out to our pal, Chris Faber from Canucks Conversation. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks Woo! have hired him to be their senior hockey writer. He's going to be doing a whole bunch of other stuff with the Canucks as well. Uh, Chris Faber, he is a dog. a dog. Chris Faber works his behind off. I've gone to drafts with Chris Faber. I've watched this guy work. He's, uh, he's a great guy. Great guy all around. I loved working with him. Mm-hmm. And when he sent the email saying he's leaving and next week is his last week, I was like, damn, that really sucks. I don't think you should leave the company, Chris. And then I found out where he's going. And I said, oh, damn, that's really cool. I understand you leaving the yes. company, Chris. Uh, he's going to rock it at his new job. I am not a Canucks fan. I do not want to see the Canucks succeed. The mm. only things that can go well are the things Chris Faber has his hands on there. So, like, you know, 
maybe some cool prospects. I hope their website traffic goes up, things like that. Uh, but shout out to Chris Faber. I love him. I, uh, I was reading the press release of Faber's announcement mm-hmm. on the Canucks Army, of course. I would yeah. never, never stray away. Yeah. <laughs> and he is learning Swedish yeah. so that he can talk to the Swedish prospect. He's on like day 14 oh. right now. He does it every day on our Canucks show. Crazy. Like, good for him. So, congratulations That's to a- Chris and his new wife. Yeah, he he's just newly got married. married. Dude gets married, joins the Canucks. Pretty crazy. He's having stuff. a pretty good month. He's having a pretty yeah. good month. I mean, too. you know him pretty well from producing a show for the last. I want to say yes. I do the Canucks Convo show, and working with Chris Faber has been—it's been awesome. He works incredibly hard. He's so smart. He's so dedicated to these prospects that it doesn't surprise me at all mm. that the Vancouver Canucks took notice. And they decided to take him away from me. But uh, it is nice and convenient because I believe I'm finishing up with the Canucks conversation show soon. So, so is Chris. Yeah. So we both kind of broke up with the Canucks audience this week. Bit of an end it's been a very sad right. week over there in Canucks land. But yeah. Yeah. they're winning hockey games. So It'd be sweet all if they were one and six and one or whatever we are. Five mm-hmm. and one. Uh, my generous guy of the week. I'm going to give mine to Aaron. Hey. Aaron recently started doing the post-game show, as we all know, and he has had to watch some terrible hockey. <laughs> and he is the first line of defense for this company right now. Yeah. And I could not imagine being in the host chair for the first time ever and having to deal with this crap that is going on on a nightly basis. So I'll give my generous guy to Aaron for uh, getting through it for, right now. For attempting. Yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah. Doing the first show, the first After Dark we did was after an 8-1 loss. I that was, was not how I drew this up. I was begging Tyler to let us start that like the 15 minute mark. Yeah, you guys like, we just get it out of the way. I'm like, guys, people are still watching the game. They won't be watching post-game show. Uh, my generous guy goes to everybody in this company because it's Heritage Classic Week. It's a big week. It's going to be a big weekend. We got a lot going down. Greta, Commonwealth. Pre-gaming, post-gaming, yep. lots of stuff. Everybody here works very hard. And boy, we have the best job in the world. We have yeah, the best job in the world. Uh, hit the like button on the YouTube if you're coming out to the Heritage Classic this weekend. There we go. Um, yeah. Shout out to all of our uh, generous guys. And a big, big shout out to Crown Royal. Generosity lives in the little things. In the little things. Crown Royal. Crown everything. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, Do we have our... Yep, it's coming, sorry. A word. You won't find any grand gestures or flashy displays of generosity here. Million-dollar donations are named on a hospital way. That's not the only way generosity lives. It doesn't need money or an audience or even acknowledgement. It just needs good people to be good to people. There's no one way to be generous. There are endless ways. And there's a crown for every one of them. Mm-mm. I'm going to stop at the grocery store and I'm going to get some limes and I'm going to be a little fancy guy and I'm going to uh, have a crown and cola with a lime in it. Those sound nice. Does sound good. Uh, Dallas says, we want Frank. I also want Frank in a purely non-sexual way. I want him on the show. No one was No, no, I wasn't. No, it was in all your minds that I had to just get it out of there. I'm in a weird Friday mood right now. You can tell we're all just coping with this. Oh, oh man. If people could hear our pre-show talk before we go live. Um, We wouldn't have jobs. Alex Neal, being generous is giving someone crown. Got it. We have a crown. We were supposed to wear it for the segment, but we didn't. Isn't it below Liam right there? No, it's all the way over there now. We're never uh, going to reach Frank? it. Our, our limes aren't long <laughs> I enough. I just readjusted, dude, so I'm not lying again. Uh, someone said, yikes. Uh, Maynard said, yes. limes go bad way too fast. That's actually true. Like You need to go to the liquor or to the grocery store, buy your lime, and it's for the drinks you're having that night, then it's in the garbage. <sighs> yeah. Thoughts? I sometimes just use the squeezy limes. Oh, like the juice? Yeah. I know, but then... I, the, I, I, I like keeping I the lime it. in with the ice and stuff and let it let it soak around in there, I guess, yeah. whatever you want to say. Aaron, big soaking guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday again. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to the menu tonight while we wait for Frank Saravalli. The menu is delivered by DoorDash Liam. Ding dong. For a limited time, our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and no delivery fees when they use this promo code, NATION25, oh. all caps. Oh, no, no, I moved away. Uh, you can make DoorDash your holiday hack. Whether you need some gifts, whether you need dinner, whatever. DoorDash gets it right to your door. Dash that for the win. Uh, tonight in the NHL, it's pretty quiet, but Connor Bedard's in action. So it's always nice to be able to turn on the TV and uh, and watch that guy. Um, it's a somewhat busy night in the league with six games on tap. Hawks Golden Knight starts at 4 o'clock Mountain Time. So a nice early one if you want to get your weekend going that way. Kick your feet up, pour yourself a glass of Crown Royal. Watch that game. Not bad. Yep. The NHL put in a Western Conference team on mm-hmm. at 4 p.m. Very big of them. Uh, yep. But you know what? We finally got some Friday night hockey. We do. That is For the big. first time this year, there's not like one game on. Wait, so what time in Vegas is that game it's at? Four. Yeah, that'd be a three o'clock start in Vegas. Yeah, it's in Vegas. That's is 3 it? p.m. Yeah, yeah, it's four o'clock. Why here. are they playing on a Friday at three o'clock? That makes is my so app little wrong? sense. No, no, dude, no, no. I'm, I'm looking. I got the well, same thing. Well, we're on thing. the same app. Yeah, it's 3 p.m. <laughs> oh, well. yeah, it's I, 3, three o'clock Vegas time. That's insane. Who's making these decisions? Whoever it is. is Has that dumbass. ever been a thing before? Surprise guest. We're joined by the NHL schedule. Man, oh, so he and Liam can fight. Questions I would have for that man. <laughs> just like walk me through the process. I just want to. I get it. It's a difficult task. But boy, oh boy. 
take a look. <laughs> like, just what are we doing here? Whatever. I'm, I mean, it's going to be good for us to watch it. Probably put it on, watch the first period, go home. Mm-hmm. Well, what about the fans in Vegas that have season tickets? And they're like, well, now I can't go and see Connor Bedard for the first time in Vegas because I worked till five. That's so weird that it's Bedard, too, for that game that early. Like, Also, when is Bedard just going to play at home for a, like a long... Is he doesn't even have a house yet? I, I don't know. Hopefully he, talk- he has no pets. He talked about... Uh, did you hear his quote a couple weeks ago about him cooking? He's been putting oh, his mom yeah. on FaceTime and like <laughs> cooking, and she's been telling him like how to do stuff. Hilarious. Uh, okay. Someone named Jones is in the chat, Barbecue? and they're... Jones, he's very mad because we're not reading his comments. So Jones, I'm going to read your comment verbatim and get Liam's take on it. Okay. Word for word. Okay. Does anybody else not notice that it takes something drastic to chains every season as in Duncan Keith coming in or a significant trade of any kind that seems to spark everybody on the team fire? Okay. <laughs> Just thoughts. <laughs> he for some reason two chains is in that. Two chains has a new song with Lil Wayne. Um, sorry. So the question is, I'm just trying to mold this. Do you always need something big to happen for things to change? Yeah, they always need something significant. Echo well, deal, Keith deal. I think that's kind of what he meant. I mean, yeah, I suppose that's a bit of a trend, but I just don't know when that's going to happen, and you know, just can't wait for that to happen. And mm-hmm. I would have thought. Like a losing streak would be something big that would yeah. maybe spark I mean, maybe the team a little bit. So we'll see. We'll see how they respond. For me, <laughs> Sunday is the is the peak of the mountain yeah. for us. We're either going down or we're we going up. Tyler Mulek just commented, noted. <laughs> Tuck that in your cap. Uh, also, sticking with the menu tonight, the main event tonight is game one of the World Series. Yeah. Diamondbacks, Rangers. Shout out to my cousin Jake, who is a big Snakes fan. He loves his D-backs. Flew down there to go watch uh, the two games against the Really? Phillies. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, pretty cool. He's a, he's a diehard. Um, here's my thing. This is what I love about this World Series matchup, is it gives hope to every fan base across the board in Major League Baseball, with like the exception of the A's. <laughs> One, both these teams were <clears throat> junk a couple of years ago. Yes. Like gen- genuinely terrible. But what did the Texas Rangers do? They spent Spend. a shitload of money, baby. <laughs> Half a billy on their middle infield to get Semyon and Seager. Signed DeGrom. He's hurt. Don't care. Let's go pay a bunch of money and bring Scherzer over from the Mets. They gave everyone insane contracts. They bought their way to this. And I think that's badass as hell. The Toronto yeah. Blue Jays should be sitting there going, oh, if we just spend like 500 mil on our payroll, we'll, we can do this? Yes, you can. It gives hope to every fan of a rich team like the Jays are. <laughs> On the other side of it, the Diamondbacks did this with a team of scrubs, the ninth lowest payroll in baseball, and a couple of electric young players, Gabby Moreno, Corbin Carroll, to start the list. Moreno. Yeah, I love Gabby. Damn it. Um, Where where was that before? If your team's not rich, boom, you can still make the World Series. So anyways, that's why I like it. Yeah, I went and did a stadium tour of the Diamondbacks uh, right before COVID. And? Pretty cool place they got there. Um, It was field level. Pretty dope. Uh, yeah. Tyler, right. who do you got in the World Series? I'm rooting for the D-backs. I don't like the Rangers. Me too. <sighs> I Screw Texas. I mean, I don't care enough to... I probably... I won't watch. Mm. But I mean, I just know Odeur used to play for the Rangers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. by association, I do not like them still. And who doesn't love a good underdog story? Diamondbacks shouldn't be here. But they are. I really like Corbin Carroll. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, I'm going to take over the producing controls for a second. 
and I'm going to share a message with the people. All right. Yep. We promised you guys, Frank Saravalli, we are going to stay live for as long as it takes. Breaking. <laughs> I, just, I just received this text. Is oh. it somewhat, you know what? That's why I had to say the part about it not being a sexual relationship. <laughs> that's, kind of, that's kind of a horny thing to say to a guy. Um, I, yeah, thank you. I got you. So people are clamoring for Jones to get muted in the chat. I'm just going to say no. I have not seen Jones in here before, so he evidently just doesn't know the rules. We don't talk about trading Jack Campbell. Nope. Jones, we're going to we don't talk off. about trading Darnell Nurse. Yeah, Darnell no, Nurse. Gonna, we're going to let you off this time because evidently yeah, you wanted, we missed your message originally. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll, we'll call it even. Yeah. But next time, please uh, control your comments. Yep. Thank you. Uh, yeah, what? so I'm rooting for the Diamondbacks in the World Series, by the way. Um, I would like to see them win. I think they're dogs, too, so chance to make a little moolah on this team. Why not? <laughs> I kind of like the idea of just buying your way to victory too, though. Dude, the Mets tried kind of, it, but not everyone can do it. They need tried to, to do smart, exactly right? yeah. guys. Got to get the right guys to do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're going to go along with today's show because we are going to grind until we have a chance to ask Frank Cervalli about something. Well, here's just a question. Crack those bottles open. <laughs> well, I cannot drink right now. Here's a question then. Do you think teams are too loyal to their players sometimes? When you look at a team like the Texas Rangers, who are mm-hmm. just like, ah. Oh, whatever. We just want to win some baseball games. Yeah. Do you think that's what sports should be? Or do you think there needs to be a little bit more loyalty to it? Cause if I'm um, an Oilers perspective, you could argue yeah. Ken Holland has probably been a bit too loyal to this group in some regards too. Like, should he put it in an Oilers terms? Should he have maybe, but I think loyalty things? can breed culture. Look at the mm-hmm. Bruins, right? I mean, you keep Bergeron around, you keep our feet just touched. Again, um, like shows. I know, it's so awkward. There's no room in here. Show me. <laughs> <laughs> I think loyalty breeds culture. You look at the Bruins, they kept that core around for a long, 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 long time. And you look now, even when those core pieces are gone, their culture is so strong that they just keep rolling, man. So I think yeah. you need it to an extent. Yeah, I guess it's a double-edged sword, really, yeah. isn't it? You, can, you look at the guys Texas brought in, like legit players. Like we all saw what Marcus Simeon could do. Yep. Great player. Corey Seager is probably the most underrated superstar in baseball. Yeah, I liked him. He was always my favorite Dodger. To go off your thing there, though, Liam, I feel like loyalty for a team like the Edmonton Oilers. I mean, do you remember a decade of darkness and how no one ever wanted to come here? Nobody wanted to sign here. So I do feel that we have to be, I don't know about extra loyal, but make it an emphasis to be loyal. Because if you were to see us treat one of our boys very badly and make him the scapegoat, send him out of town. I do think future free agents would go, wow, it's really cold there and they're dicks to their players. I don't <laughs> want to go there. And that's yeah. something I guess I actually brought up, ironically enough, a few weeks ago when I said, how are Texas not better? Mm-hmm. A few months ago, I guess now, because I felt like a lot of players were from Texas. Like you would think it would be like a bit of a hub. Evidently, it's, somewhat, it's working now. So here's the other thing. I know this ties or this does tie into uh, the Connor Brown thing, right? Put him on waivers, just wave him, and he won't get that bonus. It's smart, right? Clever. Mm. Man, you'd get a reputation, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes we just look at this a little bit too much like NHL 24 franchise mode. And I'm guilty of it too. Like these are people, the people making the decision yeah. are people. <laughs> it's it's a business, yes, and at times you need to be cutthroat. But also, you get a reputation if you're going to do stuff like that, and that can come back to haunt you. What do you think would happen next time? Like you took a gamble on Connor Brown, yes. This year at 750k, you got to pay the bonus next year. That's the trade-off: dirt cheap one year, dead money the next. 
there will be other opportunities like this where a veteran player is looking around going, where do I want to go? Where do I want to go? Will he come to Edmonton if he goes, ooh, but if I have a bad first nine games, they're going to wave me and I'm done? No. So I, I just don't think you can do that. Vegas do it. Do they? They just released uh, Riley Smith. Cap casualty, though, so a little bit different, I, right? Sure, a little bit like different, they, but before that, too, like, are all these guys cap casualties, like Max Pacioretty, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, wins a Vesna, dumped yep. for a, a no-name in a seventh? Like, yeah, fair. It's, I, I guess it's a little bit different, too, because Vegas players would want to go live in Vegas. I know, right? And that is place. the difference. Like, I think Edmonton like needs to be a little bit more mindful of it because it's very easy to say no to Edmonton. Yeah. It's very Edmonton hard. Tax. If Vegas calls you one year, one mil, I don't think a player is going to be like, ah, no, I don't want to get flurried. Like, I think they do it, right? Who are the... F- I'm just... I don't know the answer to this. I'm going to ask. Who's your top free agent player that Vegas has signed? Um, Petrangelo. Petrangelo. Yeah. Petrangelo. I was thinking because like, Stone was traded for, mm-hmm. Eichel was traded for, Marsh, so obviously expansion draft, and then like I th- oh, Martinez ex- uh, was traded. So the only players on this roster who are still expansion draft picks are Carlson, Marcheseau, Carrier, and McNabb. Theodore kind of, because he was a trade, but it was like a trade through the expansion draft kind of thing. Um, so really it's two defensemen and three forwards. Now is all that's left from that team. So, I mean, the Oilers, yeah. I, but I mean, the Oilers have gone through roster turnover too. Yeah, right? yeah. Like how many guys on this team are still here from Vegas's first season? Like in that time span, the answer is not a ton. So no, it's just rosters turnover. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Waz keep, keeps walking by this window, and I think it's Frank every time. We oh, both I know. Turning you, over. Just, you got me with it, too. It's throwing me off. Um, Scotty says, I still believe in Brown. He's going to score 20. I still believe in Connor Brown, too. He's going to score 15 now. Clay says, Vegas turfs hall, or turfed a Hall of Famer in Flurry. They turf coaches every other day. Everyone still wants to go there. Because it's Vegas. You go to Vegas, you lose money at the casino, whatever, all that. You still go back to Vegas at some point. You, you play know? at 3 p.m. local time. Yeah. You still go to the casino yeah. afterwards. Um, should we address the new trader in the chat? Or do you want to just ignore that? Uh, I just, Nuge is fine. Nuge is what he is. We know what Nuge and Hopkins is at this point, And he makes $5.15 million. 5.2, whatever it is. Uh, most people would have seen it, I guess. But the comment is... Nuge can't carry the team. What I would say is, why does Nuge need to carry the team? And no the shit. argument he has is <laughs> injuries happen. It's like, well, yeah, like there's a reason Nuge and Hopkins is the third or fourth best player forward on this team. Because mm-hmm. that's who he is. Five million if, guys if don't carry your team. <laughs> no, if your top two players go down, it's unfair to expect Hyman and Nuge, for example, to then all of a sudden take that workload and just become yeah. Dry Silent McDavid. Like it's just not who they are, and you have to respect the player that they yeah. are. And Nuge is a, gonna, he's a good second-line player for his Point-producing power play, which who is pretty solid at both ends of the ice, but he's yeah. not a play driver. And that's no, fine. That's, it's not who Nuge is. Yeah, I, I agree. And that ties into another comment we got in the chat. And I think I lost it. I did lose it. But they said when uh, McDavid comes back, you got to split up him and dry saddle. Yep. And that's why I think you do. I, do. I don't know if Woodcroft will do it. And maybe his first game back... Because it's his first game back, they'll keep them together. But I think you need to split them up because you have a lot of really good complementary pieces. You don't have enough drivers. You need to split up your drivers. Yeah, I I agree. You need you, 
I mean, that's been the argument for the two of us the mm. entire time they've been together. I think the others yeah. thrive when they're not together and they have more flexibility within the lineup to play those two players. Yeah. Um, we should get a tweet ready for when Frank shows up. James is in and says, I love how you guys are pushing this just to get Frank on. Can you tell we're dragging it out? <laughs> we got to ask about the deadline, bro. Yeah, we got to ask about the deadline. I got to ask um, about the draft. Dr. Disrespect Watcher says, can't stop thinking of Frank. A lot of people are like that. Should we just do draft lotteries until... Yeah, should we just do can we, draft? Can we get one? That would be so funny. <laughs> We're not stopping until the Oilers win one. First spin. Oh, yeah, they have like a 20% chance right now. Uh, Ravina says, Nuge is the best supporting player. I agree. I think he... Uh, no, Hyman is. Hyman's your best supporting player. But Nuge, I would say, is maybe the most consistent. Is that the right take? How many points does Nuge have right now? Uh, 36. That's pretty good. No. Um, I'm going to look that up. Yeah, I'm on it. Oh man, just searching new John Hockey DB, not the play. Why did you not just type in his name? I don't know. He's got six points in seven games. Slowed down from his red hot start. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, like he he's in a dip right now. And that's just the frustrating part of this, too, is like there is no one on this roster playing good hockey. No. Or if they are, they're snake bit, like Holloway. Nuge has been pointless in four straight. He's got to be better. He's seven shots, and that's bad. Gotta be better. He's on the list of guys who need to be better. But again, we're, we're not throwing the baby out with the bathwater here. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is a damn good Edmonton Oiler. <laughs> That's a beep, beep, beep. Back it up, back it up. What did you I've never heard that, that before. That was a good man. one. You've heard that. No, uh, I've never I've heard, never that heard, heard you say that. Let no, me know in the chat. Know. I thought I say it quite a bit. Um, you know that. That's the saying. No. You need to get rid of the bathwater. The Oilers need to get rid of their bad play. But when you get rid of the bathwater, don't throw the baby out with it. I like that one. I literally yeah, don't take, think I've ever heard that before. Take, I like that. Take the baby out and then you throw out the bathwater. Yeah. Tyler's yeah, parenting it. lessons. Yeah. You can get him here on Owenny. Sure. Uh, <laughs> should we bring, what about Italian? Should we bring Frank G- in? He's not here. Italian Geo. Yep. You guys, it's the coaching staff starting with Woody's defensive coach, Manson. And the goalie coach is there. His three have to go. Absolutely embarrassing, embarrassing. Woody always has an excuse after the game. <laughs> Look, uh, like, let's, we'll actually try and address this. Yeah. We'll laugh a little bit, but a goalie coach is, we don't know. We quite frankly do not know. I think for me, when it, we talk about goal, uh, the coaching is more of like the execution of the players than what's happening sometimes. Yeah. And I agree. It has been frustrating at parts this season. Like the Dry mm-hmm. McDavid thing. We think we sh- they should be split up. The coaches are I not. I said Yamark shouldn't be on the first line yeah. anymore. <laughs> the coaches are not immune to criticism. No, no, But no. you can criticize a coach without just automatically being like, oh, you need to fire him. You need to fire him. I said it off the start of the show. I will say it again. If this core group of players needs another coaching change, we have way bigger problems than we think. Like that can't, we can't just be the fan base. That's always like new coach, new coach, new coach. It doesn't work. Jay Woodcroft's a damn good NHL coach Mm -hmm. is maybe this defensive system thing. Not going great. Sure. Did you see the clips actually last night of the New York Rangers executing the same system? almost perfectly. But the difference would be is I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure on this, but I'm sure they played that system last season too. Aren't, and aren't just seven games into learning this whole thing. And like, like it's, it's not easy to learn this system, but sometimes I don't even think it's fully on the system to be yeah. honest. It's just like this team's not playing very well in their own end. And they give you. a crap meter. Isn't great. Any sign. Any Aaron sign just Frank. smoked his head against the window. Are you <laughs> looking for Frank? Like I didn't know the window was there. I yeah, like you were out. looking like you were going to stick your head out. <laughs> I uh, like you were Scrooge. <laughs> looking out I was looking to see feet. if Frank was outside. If you have any questions in the chat. Yeah, this is the time. About anything. Life. Life advice. Should we do life a life advice, advice episode? Parent advice. 
and bath water. Other saying the baby. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bear Bear says if Yanmark can be line one, so can Ernie. Ernie could probably play top line minutes in Bakersfield. I wouldn't put that past him. <laughs> oh, I wrote an article on Sam Gagne today. And he is gonna be a good player for the Bakersfield Condos this season. Bruce Bruce Kerlock said probably not gonna help the Oilers. Probably won't help the Oilers. You can see in many aspects he is does not have the speed in his hands and feet anymore. I think we got good news coming our way. Okay, good. Okay. Oh, also, <laughs> before we get to that, uh, <laughs> people in the chat. Was that just Waz again? Yeah, but he said that I think he's here. Oh, okay. Um, people in the chat and Tyler Mulek in the Discord asked the plan for sun- Sunday. How are we getting there? Where are we going? Someone in the Facebook asked as well. It was Dallas. Greta, the bus leaves at three o'clock. We, it's first come, first serve, unless you won your way in. Tyler Mulek, you won your way in. You're good. You're going to get a wristband. You're getting on the bus. It's first come, first serve at Greta. You're going to show up. We're going to give you a little wristband. That's going to get you on the bus. The bus is leaving at three o'clock. It'll take you to and from the game, bring you back to Greta after. But you should just come hang out with us before. There's games at Greta. There's good drinks. There's good food. Spend a couple hours there. Stay nice and warm. Hop on the bus. Bus leaves at three. Get you dropped off at Commonwealth, whatever, 315, 320. Hour to cruise around, look at things, take in the sights, and then get ready for the game. What are you laughing about? <laughs> Sounds awesome. Somebody said, what if you accidentally throw out the baby as well? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We, uh, oh, no. We can't go past one o'clock. That's the rule. <laughs> the show turns instantly to shit. Uh, let's get to the star mechanical guest line. Um, come on in. Look at this great picture of everyone at star mechanical. You can see us in there. Yep. We're in there. Uh, you can actually, I pointed out to Aaron who in the, who in the picture is uh, one of my family members. And Aaron's like, I could have guessed that because he looks a lot like you. Uh, anyway, shout out to Star Mechanical, Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company. You can find out more about them by visiting them online at starmechanical.ca. Or if you need 24-7 emergency repair, it's plastered on the side of that truck. 780-481-8873. Frank Cervalli. Look who's here. Where did you come from? Uh, also, you've been to Edmonton a lot. Your family's first time in Edmonton. They're impressions of our fine city. Hold snowy this is kind of about as cold as it gets in philly yeah, yeah in the winter like we we have plenty of days that like even at night the low isn't what your high is mm. so they'll be cold on sunday yeah we packed warm yeah fair enough thank goodness um giddy up heritage classic <laughs> on sunday i asked you this one on the dfo rundown when you think nhl outdoor games what's the first memory that pops into your mind sydney crosby 08 Ralph Wilson Stadium going in on a shootout, kind of like snow flying off yeah. of the stick. And it's not from the ice, it's from uh the elements. Mother nature. Yeah. And that that kind of like that snow globe crystallized mm-hmm. the winter class. Like after that, it was like, all right, we're doing this every single year. You know, the amazing backstory to that is that winter classic, they really struggled to sell. Really? Because the stadium was so big in Buffalo. They were like, uh, it went down to the wire, believe it or not. And then once everyone saw what it was like, they couldn't move the tickets fast enough the next time around. Wrigley Field, I was there. Yeah. The year after that was Fenway. That was amazing. 
they did it right picking some iconic venues to start mm-hmm. and no one even for a bills fan would say that mm-hmm. ralph wilson stadium is an iconic venue uh no not really wasn't it's, the world juniors one in buffalo yep that was there cool was one. Yep. that was weird yeah that, that was, was a good one um all right okay we we need to get to the nitty-gritty frank oilers at the deadline um <laughs> listen there's gonna be a lot of problems um if they don't turn it around aaron can you pull up my photoshop if they don't turn it around we're getting this we're getting macklin celebrini that looks good doesn't Look it that photoshop the work Wow. We've had a show. <laughs> We've had quite a show. We're coping. What's wrong with this are, team? You guys are in one today. Oh, yeah, we are. We oh, have yeah. to be. How much crown did you guys drink? The, the lids are still on both. Come on. Um, that's just a prop. This team, <laughs> this team doesn't work hard. This team seemingly lacks any sort of support pieces. This team's blue line has had, in every different game, a different defenseman look utterly terrible. And the goaltending hasn't been that good. Everything's going wrong with them. Is it fixable? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Thank God. All right, everyone, everyone. Oh, We're good. Frank, thank get, you. get your inhaler. Sit down. <laughs> Let's have a little session here. Office hours are open. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Saravalli. You can lay down and yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what my hourly rate is. It's expensive. <laughs> and, I'll uh, pay anything right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Of course, this is fixable. Yeah. This is a really good team that's off to a bad start. Mm-hmm. There are holes. There are issues but you you mentioned the biggest one for me and it's the first one that's controllable you can't control that connor mcdavid is hurt you probably can't control that jack campbell at this point struggles there's other issues you keep you got to remake your bottom six your defense continually shoots itself in the foot okay we know all these things i'm not this is not me breaking any news you can control whether you show up and work. And that should be the first baseline for the Oilers. Mm-hmm. That's what they need to fix. Compete, win battles, work hard. That's what this city is. Be proud of that and bring it. They don't do it. But that's fixable because you can do that. And they used to do that. Yep. And they're physically capable of doing it. Third periods used to be their shit, man. They would be down two goals going into the third, and it's like, all right, Oilers got this. They're bad in the third right now. Usually they're terrible at stalling games. They've been reasonably good at stalling games. On Thursday night. But not really. But you're down three at that point. Winnipeg was better. The Winnipeg playoff. And that's that's what I was gonna say is like, how different would you guys be feeling right now if the Oilers are three and three? Oh, Two more wins? Be very fine. different. Yeah, very. Okay. I keep, so then, let, like, I keep that, about didn't you just moment. answer the question yourself? I guess. I mean, they probably should have won the home opener. Yeah, they should have beat Winnipeg. And then they should have beat Winnipeg. That's mm-hmm. two right there that they actually played good. Pretty good. Yeah. They win that game 75% of the time mm-hmm. in normal times. Fair? Yeah. So yeah. then you'd be three and three and you're going, huh. Not great, but definitely could be a lot worse. And you still wouldn't be able to excuse the game against the Flyers. Game against the Canucks. The game, the first game against the Canucks, and then Thursday night. Yeah. And the third period against Minnesota, too, allowing five. Yeah. Well, that's that, bad. Yep. But 
those those things also do happen to good teams sometimes. Yeah, for sure. You blow a lead. It just Philly's feels been like... beating the tar out of everyone. Like but work that, ethic. It wise. Might be good. That's because they work. There's no yeah. secret here. There's no special sauce that Jay Woodcroft is gonna cook up between now and Sunday. Yeah. It's just are you putting your hard hat on or are you sucking your thumb in the corner? That's kind of it. The good and the good news for the Oilers is heading into Sunday. They are playing another team that looks lost right now and has the same exact issues and same questions. And more than that has a, I think a chemistry issue, something there's something going on there. When Nikita Zadarov comes out the third week of the season and says, we are a collection of individuals. That to me is the headline of the entire start of the season. First, first month. It's it's stunning because you and I were down there for training camp and it felt like everyone was walking on clouds. They were light. They were jokey. They were so excited for the season to start and then for this puck to drop on the regular season. And it feels like Calgary is like you said, just it's game 83 of last year is what it feels like, right? Game 89, game yeah. 90. Like it just it continues on. And that is alarming mm. for the flames like especially because they were in a spot where they started this year they engaged in discussions in the last week with Hannafin they've been trying to get Elias Lindholm resigned and all of a sudden i can't get this comparison out of my head since someone said it but the last thing you want to do if you're the flames unless you're an oilers fan is to become the islanders of the west which is yeah. a team that missed the playoffs that is now locked in with some older guys that are on long-term deals that are unmovable. Like, yeah, so they've got real fundamental foundational questions to answer that the Oilers don't have. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a weird feeling today waking up that the flames have two more points and technically head into this heritage classic on Sunday in a better position. And they probably feel worse they definitely feel worse than you guys do here. Because at least the Oilers can look back to last year and be like, hey, look, we had great runs last year. We're a very good hockey team. We've won three playoff rounds in the last three years. Like the chances of the Oilers rattling off an eight game heater at some point, much greater than the Flames doing it. I mean, they closed the regular season last year 14 0 1. Really? The Oilers did. Yeah. You bad. didn't know that? 14 0 1? I knew it was a good run. 14 0 1. That's their last 15 games heading yeah. into the. Postseason. I think we're going to get a very spicy Heritage Classic on Sunday. I think it needs to be. I, I didn't. The Oilers it should to show be. It. Yeah. This is the Battle of Alberta. That's what are we yeah. doing? Here? Well, yeah, it's not the Battle of Florida. It's actually the Battle of Mid. Battle of Mid. <laughs> <laughs> Had that one ready to go. It's kind of the Battle of Misery right now. Uh, yeah, Mid's uh, a compliment. Mid is a compliment. It's the Misery Classic, is what it is. Yeah. I, I think this game is is. Might be the most important game of the season, which is, is a well, crazy statement. Is, but. but if the Oilers can't get up for this game in front of fifty thousand plus people in Edmonton against your provincial rivals, uh, then you have issues. Which is one? Is that Tyler looking on the bright side? A little bit. What is happening? <laughs> I'm trying. You know what? After his heads are falling. After off? seventy-one minutes, I, I think mean, I'm ready to be positive. Drink, drink enough <laughs> Crown, and I guess you get there. Yeah. Sorry, what Liam was saying in that the idea of this game, like I'm a little like slightly alarmed hearing the Oilers say yesterday, well, we hope that this game on Sunday is exactly what we need. 
because they should if you get to Sunday out. and you need that to jolt you out of whatever you've been having, that to me was a little bit problematic. Th- Maybe it's just the person, I'm not saying the person, whoever asked it, but if that's what you're banking on, that's not going to really serve you well when you get to next Thursday again in your next game indoors. Also, it sounds like they're not ready to work harder. They're just sitting there going, oh, hope the Heritage Classic wakes us up <laughs> and then hoping and praying. That's what um, I'm saying. We don't need any hoping. Lance commented 14 and one should have been 15 in a row. Fire the goalie coach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there are people in the chat doing the fire the coach thing. They're saying it's Woodcross fault. It's Insane. Manson's fault. Insane. If the, and my point was, if this core group can't get it done with Woodcroft, it's not on the coach. It's not on the coach. When you don't work hard, look at the flames. They got rid of the coach. Yep. They got rid of the, not, not, they didn't get rid of, but they changed GMs. Yep. And you you heard Nikita Zadarov this week. What's the excuse now? Daryl's gone. Daryl's not here anymore. We we were miserable last year, and everyone knew why. Now everyone likes Ryan Huska. Everyone loves Craig Conroy, but they apparently don't like each other. Is is the vibe that they are giving everyone else based on being a collection of individuals? I think two people in the chat are trying to coordinate rides together to the Heritage <laughs> Classic. It's incredibly confusing in there right now. Isn't that what you chat on YouTube? <laughs> if you two end up meeting up and doing a ride to the game together, please let me know how that turns out. Meet us in the parking lot for shots. I want to know yes. that like two people got married because of our YouTube chat. Like, that's the goal. That would be, be special. Um, um, also, we have oh. someone in the chat named Daryl Sutter. He's here. He's every day. He does not miss <laughs> Always show. Has It's show. hilarious. It might actually be him. It might be. You never Remember know. Remember that time when the, uh, the Oilers beat the Flames in the Battle of Alberta and then afterwards he's like, make Alberta proud. Yeah. <laughs> And then what what he was doing is make Alberta proud. Um, Since we have you here, there is one story outside of the Heritage Classic. The Shane Pinto thing. It's weird. It's vague. The NHL release says we have no proof he bet on games, but they give him one of the biggest suspensions in league history. The NHL is flying by the seat of their pants. I'm confused. I know we talked about this on Daily Faceoff Live, so I know your answer. But like, I'm confused about why the NHL was able to do this and why the PA didn't push back harder considering it seems like there's no evidence you bet on NHL games. Okay. So we'll park the PA part for a second. And if you didn't see our show earlier, I'll explain again where we're at. Um, The NHL statement is one sentence. We have no evidence that Shane Pinto bet on NHL games and you materialize that or process it for a second. And you say, well, hold on. If NHL players are allowed to bet on the NFL, NBA, cricket, whatever, you know, table tennis, whatever gets you excited, mm-hmm. you, um, that, <laughs> you know, why is this guy being suspended? Yeah. That's allowed. Why would you, if there's no evidence, why would you suspend him 41 games, a half a season of his career for? And the answer is the NHL does, at least according to sources, the answer is that the league does these integrity sweeps all the time. They work with their betting partners. They also have another outside company. It's called sport radar that does this integrity work for them. And basically they run every player's name and their legal name, which you'd be shocked how different some players legal names are than their actual name. Um, especially for guys from overseas. It's like unbelievable. You see some guy like on an official <laughs> roster and yeah. you're like, who Oh, okay. Like Yanmark, I think, has a second name. Not Nyland, I think. Yeah, Yanmark yeah. Nyland or something. So anyway, they run those through a database. And 
his name didn't apparently his name did not pop up as having an account, but some kind of connection to another account. I don't know if it's a brother, uncle, cousin, friend, grandmother, dog, whatever whatever, it might be. Someone has an account somewhere that then made some bets that we can only draw the the logical conclusion of we're on hockey. I don't know if it was the amounts. I don't know if it was the frequency, whatever it might've been that red flagged this. Mm -hmm. There was some connection back to Shane Pinto. So on its surface, you can read that one sentence from the NHL and say, we have no evidence that Shane Pinto bet on NHL games. This is what I was saying. The caveat is, but this third party obviously did. That's the only conclusion we can make that then he, he must've come clean on since he acknowledged in the statements that he made an error. So was he doing it or was this account doing it either way? There's something obviously that ties this all together that now to bring up the PA side is you have a union that is supposed to defend you. I understand that there was a negotiation here or that's what the the PA said when they're not appealing it, but still you're allowing the NHL now to set this precedent. You were in it. You guys are in it. The the team is in it every day. Gambling is not going anywhere. Sports betting is only going to continue to grow. However you feel about it, there's going to be some other player that comes along at some point in the NHL and makes a mistake to to say, okay, this is a half season. You're allowing a precedent to be set that it's surprising to me that they're not fighting back on. So how long of a process was this? Like when was this first discovered that this could have been a possibility? So I saw a report that said that they first discovered this in the summer I don't know the answer. All I know is they were really close to agreeing to a deal. I think it was one year, 2.2 million. And the league then informed the Sens and said, hey, maybe you should hold off as this investigation is ongoing. I mean, look, this is how recent it must have been because Shane Pinto flew to Ottawa and was on the ice, not with the team, but on his own working out as the season was starting, there's no way long Island kid goes to Ottawa to prep for the season unless he thinks he's playing and unless the Sens think he's playing. And that's kind of how it unfolded. I think it's within the last few weeks that this all kind of came to a head. So the suspension has started though, right? Like it started started game game one. And that's maybe one reason why the NHLPA kind of backed off is you know, he already got essentially seven games or six games of credit right. towards this penalty that he still doesn't have a contract. Had he had they made him wait until he signed it, it probably would have never started mm-hmm. because the Sens aren't going to then say, oh, yeah, we'll sign you to a deal and pay you to only have it fly out of our window right into the NHL player emergency assistance fund until you're ready to play again. Yeah. Interesting situation. Messy situation. All right. Uh, let's wrap it up with a little Betway betting talk. I know. Um, <laughs> wow. That was a good segue. Yeah. Betting's not going but, anywhere. <laughs> but we do. Uh, I want you to take Oilers winning the Heritage Classic Sunday. Would you bet on it? What are the odds? I believe they're minus 120. <sighs> they're not dogs. Unfortunately. I mean, 120 is kind of a. It's close-ish it's a, to a pick It's basically a pick em. Close, yeah. 
Um, because one ten would be an actual pickup. Yeah, I would say I just wouldn't bet on the game. I I've gone for that approach the last couple too. What about over under for that? I just um here's the thing. I'm not. <laughs> I am gonna bet on the game. So. Not entirely sold that McDavid's playing. Yeah, do we skated have though? Update though, but he's been skating for a couple of days. My thing is, I I think if you're the Oilers, look, there's no doubt this amazing celebration in your town. Yeah, the team really needs it. You need a win. Like you want to feel good about coming out of this. My thing is, what if this bothers him for six additional weeks because he came back too soon? You want McDavid? Like I've got my jetpack on again going around everyone and scoring goals and points at will. Mm-hmm. You want that guy for the last 80 or 72 games of the season, as opposed to like one really nice Sunday okay. in October. Can I make a point though? What gives you more value? Seven minutes of Adam Ernie or just playing McDavid on the power play. If he's good enough to skate and do all that, like play him, give the fan base what they want. Play him on the power play. He can play five minutes and he That's, gives you more you than really Adam Ernie. You go along with that. Can you get going as well if you just play on the power play? He can. He's he David. can. He can do whatever it's he wants. It's not going to be like super mm-hmm. cold, but like it's going to be cold. It is like muscles. Yeah, didn't they fair. say something muscular? Like it's just harder to keep warm. And fair. I know the, the bench is warm, but I I would rather he didn't play. I heard someone say tw- they think it's a twenty percent shot. I I think on top of that, all too is the Oilers don't play until Thursday. Yeah. Uh, next week. So That's then the he has you four, get four more additional days. days of not having to ramp it up. And it's the ultimate conundrum. If you're the Oilers, people yeah. bought a ton of heritage classic jerseys. People want to see my kid is here. I brought yeah. my kid 10 hours on a plane and had to listen to him. yap The whole time to see McDavid play in a, in a heritage classic. At least he's done it before. All right. We got a wrap. New episode of Oilers Nation Radio coming for you this afternoon. Jason Greger show live at two o'clock on the Oilers Nation at YouTube. Pre-game, post-game, Sunday, 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 Sunday. Yeah. Gonna be a good Sunday. Should be a good Sunday. Football all day. Yeah. See you, Greta. This is not a not a good angle. You don't like this? Someone said uh, you look taller than. Yeah, you. I got. I need a table here. Yeah, next okay. Time. All right. Had, hide the boiler. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Finning Cat. Everyone in the YouTube chat. Sports Closet for the Sports Closet Studio. Sherwood for the Giant and. Sherwood Power Sports and Marine, Alberta Blue Cross, Star Mechanical, Crown Royal, DoorDash, and Betway 19 Plus. Please play responsibly. Frank, thanks for stopping by. Sorry I was late. Hey, that's all good. We uh we will wait. We will always wait for Frank Saravalli. Things uh, got silly while we were waiting yeah, for you. They did. We're throwing babies. <laughs> Shout out to everyone in the YouTube chat. You guys are the only reason we made it through today's show. We hit our light goal again. We said triple digits every day. Connor will play. He's playing. No matter what Frank says. <laughs> no matter what Frank says. Enjoy the Heritage Classic. We'll chat with you on Monday. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com.